the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. In addition to taking care of one another inside the church, what if we developed a lifestyle of taking care of the most needy outside the walls of the church? How would that change the community and our city? Bob Moffat, president and founder of Harvest Foundation in Phoenix, along with Pastor Julian Gibb, talk with pastors and leaders about how sacrificial love by those in the church to those in need outside the church has helped people see and embrace Jesus Christ. It's that demonstration of Jesus' greatest commandment that we'll hear more about today on The Kingdom and Its Stories. Welcome to all of those of you who are listening and are watching. We're delighted to have you on this edition of The Kingdom and Its Stories. And just to remind you um, of the purpose of our of our broadcast is to say that in our interviews, we're not trying to lift up and celebrate the people who we interview, but we're, we want to use their stories of how God is using them to be Jesus' hands and feet in their world, whether they're uh, a vocational Christian worker or whatever they do, to be able to demonstrate God's love, not only by proclamation, but by demonstration. And <clears throat> this morning, we have Mark and Sherry Brumbelow, who are pastors in a, a church in Texas. And um, I want to just welcome the two of you and thank you so much uh, for coming to Phoenix and uh, being able to be with us. I know th- that this isn't the only reason you came to Phoenix, but we're delighted that you've come and we're delighted to have you on the on broadcast today. So, as we get started, I want to ask you either individually or uh, together, just tell us what's an elevator speech of who you are. People who haven't met you, you know, how would you describe yourselves? Go ahead. Well, first of all, what a privilege it is to be here today. But my name's Mark Brumbelow, and I'm the pastor of the Grace Baptist Church of a little unincorporated community of Wild Peach, Texas, down on the <laughs> Gulf Coast below Houston. That sounds pretty remote. <laughs> and I'm Sherry Brumbelow, Mark's wife. I'm also an area coordinator with Operation Christmas Child, so a leader volunteer promoting the ministry in my area and love traveling with my husband talking about the ministry. Yeah. Okay, well, okay, who are you guys? You know, you, you're you pastoring, but what's a little bit of your story? Well, you know, God called me to preach late in life, and I praise God for where he's put me. I'm pastor of a little rural church of about 50 people, but God has used Operation Christmas Child tremendously in our church and really taken us to impossible places in mm. the numbers of shoeboxes that he's enabled us to pack. And I'll tell you, we just praise God for letting us be a part of this ministry of Operation Christmas Child, and it's transformed our church. 
and yeah. just been uh, tremendous. Barry, tell us how it's how has it transformed your church? It took us from a little tiny church of 23 members to, I guess we're approaching mega status church with 55 members now. <laughs> that it's just a church of servants that want to serve the Lord. A lot of older folks, that their testimony is they want to finish well serving the Lord. And through yeah. Operation Christmas Child, that's given us a way to do that. And it has transformed our lives. Um, it's given us a place to serve him that everybody can be a part of. We've got little ones, little toddlers that are packing shoeboxes to folks well up in age that are able to serve the Lord through this ministry. Okay, now you've talked about shoeboxes and packing shoeboxes. Tell tell us about uh, this program and, uh, and how, how does it work? Sort of like from the beginning of the idea to the end of the the end of the goal the end of the process all right well the mission statement for operation christmas child is we want to reach out to children all over the world and show them in a tangible way that god loves them through the local church and we reach out to local churches worldwide to share the ministry and how much god loves them so what we do is we pack gifts in shoe boxes how simple is that and we put toys, toiletries, school supplies in a shoebox. And then we um, ask people all over the nation to pack these boxes. And then once a year, we have what we call National Collection Week. We ask okay. shoebox packers all over the nation to bring their shoeboxes to drop-off locations, which they can find through the website, um, SamaritansPurse.org slash OCC. And they can put their zip code in there and find the nearest drop-off location for their shoeboxes. And then the ministry takes care of getting those shoeboxes all over the world to boys and girls. Okay. So, but is that the end of the process that you you just want to get shoeboxes to kids all over the world? No, definitely not the end. That's just the beginning. So, okay, Mark, Mark, Mark tell us. You if know, that's, what's, what's, what happens after those shoeboxes get to wherever they're going. You know, I praise God that these boxes are used by local churches in the receiving countries, and the gospel message, which is the only hope this world has, is presented with every shoebox in a verbal form, also in a written form in a little pamphlet called The Greatest Gift. And then, after the shoebox after the shoebox is received by the child, the children very often have the opportunity to enroll in a 12-lesson discipleship program called The Greatest Journey. And this, boy, it's, it's a great overview of God's Word, and uh, it teaches a, teaches a child uh, the basics of all of God's Word, but but more than that, it, it teaches them to be evangelists themselves. Okay. And, so let's say that um, a church in, give me the name of a country that. Well, let's take Columbia, for example. Okay. All right. So yeah. uh, a, a number of shoeboxes make it to a local church in Columbia. And you said there's a written and a spoken message. So it, is somebody at the church trained to be able to articulate the gospel to the kids that pick these up? Absolutely. And, boy, that's something that I love so much about Operation Christmas Child is that 
they don't just leave things to chance, but there's training and, and preparation that goes into uh, the receiving countries, and and the people are well-trained to present the gospel on a who, child's level. Who does level. the training? Uh, Operation Christmas Child has corresponding teams in the receiving countries that, okay. that make sure that the training is is done and that people are are well prepared to, to all right so so they do, now do the kids have to be members of the church or attending church or is it just are they distributed to, to any how are the children selected who are going to receive these shoe boxes so in the receiving countries samaritan's purse goes in ahead of time they train the teachers they prepare the churches and then they reach out to their communities inviting the boys and girls in their area to come to this special okay. event. They don't necessarily know everything that's going to happen that day, but they know something special is going on, and they come to the local churches, and they find a warm welcome there. There's a lot of excitement, decorations, um, a program's presented, the the teaching program is presented, and then the boys and girls are given the shoe boxes to open up, and it's it's exciting. Okay. Now, you say that- this the title of the program has the word Christmas in it. So does this happen all year round or just at Christmas time? It's an all year round ministry, yes. Okay. And so what's the connection with Christmas? Well the the boxes are prepared and the the collection week is the third week of November. And yes, many of the boxes are distributed on and around Christmas. But many of them are distributed throughout the whole year. There's there's boxes uh, uh, that go to special situations. For example, the the war in Ukraine. There's been so many shoe boxes distributed to to refugees from that war, and and uh, yes, so the distributions take place all through the year. I think the connection with Christmas, baby, because. Christmas is supposed to be all about Jesus, and that's what Operation Christmas Child is about. It's all about Jesus. It's all about the gospel, and I believe that's where the connection is for Operation Christmas Child. Okay, so let's let's go back to your little church. Uh, No, your your big church. Yeah, (laughs) twenty to fifty people, and um, and what what's the composition of your members and. Do, do just is there one demographic that the participants come from at the church, or does everybody participate in that? You know, our church is made up of very, uh, very normal people. No, nobody with very deep pockets. Oh, but brother, we serve a God that owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Amen. <laughs> and now, what what's happening at our church is truly miraculous. It could not happen without the hand of God. Our people are unable to do, uh, but uh, what what God has asked us to do. But He enables us. And one of my favorite passages in all of God's Word is Second Chronicles sixteen nine, where it says, "The eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show Amen. Himself strong." on Amen. behalf of a people whose heart is perfect toward him. And really what he's done is he's shown himself strong on our behalf when we leaned our hearts toward him in this ministry of Operation Christmas. So you don't, you don't have to be an executive? 
you don't you don't have to have a high income. You could even be uh, below the poverty level and still participate. Is that right? Oh, truly, it's a ministry that anybody can participate in, any age, any uh, any uh, economic class can be a part in reaching a lost world through so, Operation Christmas Child. So, Mark, um, what percentage of your people in, in your church participate in this program? Whoa, man, I, I would love to tell you 100%, but I guess that wouldn't be so. But but it's pretty close to 100%. I'll really? tell you, I, I, believe, I believe perhaps 95% of our people are heavily okay. involved in this. So if if we were to ask your people if your church had a mission, they would be able to respond, yes, we do. Uh, and, with, uh, with enthusiasm, <laughs> yes. Okay, all right. So does this... Um, program for the church happen all year long? Are people all year long putting shoeboxes together? We do work on it year-round. We have our first packing party of the year on December 31st okay. and, and begin the new year trying to reach children for Jesus. And then we have 10 packing parties each year spread out throughout the year. Wow. And uh, our uh, boy, what a privilege it is, though. But one of the most one of the most elementary thoughts that that we could talk about is just how you can get so much more accomplished if you work all year than you can if you if you work just maybe one month out of the year on it. Right. Okay. Before we go on with our interview, I want to uh, take a quick station break and uh, tell all of those who are listening and are watching that you're looking and listening to The Kingdom and Its Stories, where we have the opportunity to interview people who God is using to be Jesus' hands and feet. And in your cases, um, in the cases of the folks that we're interviewing, Mark and Sherry Brumbelow, they are in a small community in Texas that's even unincorporated, but their church their people are having an opportunity to reach out all over the world. And, um, and so uh, let, me, let me just continue by uh, asking some more questions because uh, I am convinced that one of the most important ways to grow a church is to, for that church to feel like it has a mission. It has a purpose. They're not there just to worship on Sunday, not there just to listen um, uh, to the preaching or to participate in the singing, but they're there because they have a mission. And that mission is significant. And it seems to me, from what you're describing, that your church of 50 people has a mission. And they, they, they would recognize that mission. Is that right? You know, truly, our, our church uh, believes that Jesus is coming back soon. And we believe that the stage is set like never before for his mm. return. And Jesus said to work because the night's coming when no man can work. And we believe it's getting dusky dark toward that night. And yeah. we must, we feel an urgency to do all that we can while there's still time. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah. Tell tell us some stories of of children who have received these shoeboxes, and in how many countries? Well, okay, that, and then tell us in that how many countries uh, does this program operate in around the world, and you know what are some of the results? But do it through stories that illustrate. Um, the, the the answers to the questions I just asked. You know, I'm so proud that Operation Christmas Child goes to over a hundred countries around the world today. And what a privilege and an opportunity that is. But let me tell you about being on a distribution in Guyana uh, some years ago. The, the uh, Guyana is the only English-speaking country in South America, and we were able to communicate with the children. Yeah. But we had we had gone to some sawmill villages uh, where there is no roads, no electricity. The only travel is by river. And we were distributing shoeboxes in little schoolhouses up there. And... The children are vaguely familiar with American culture, and one of the little girls was proud to point out that her name was Dora and that she lived in the rainforest like Dora the Explorer. Right. And she had a little tattered backpack that was one of her prized possessions that was a Dora the Explorer backpack. (laughs) She carried her school supplies in it. Okay. But now, brother, when these... Random, unopened boxes were passed out in that little schoolhouse. Right. Might have been packed by my church. Brother, it might have been packed by yours. But when she received her box, well, in the top of her box was a Dora the Explorer doll. You're kidding. Now, brother, that... that You you sure you didn't arrange that? That that was... (laughs) I'll tell you, it was arranged. By the creator of the universe. Amen. And it shows in such a profound manner how wise and powerful the God that we serve is. And it also shows how much he cares for a little girl in an obscure rainforest village that no one can pronounce the name of. And uh, it shows how his hand is on this ministry. I'll tell you, to, to the listeners, as you're packing the box, realize that God knows the name and address of the child that's going to receive that box. Amen. Be in a prayerful attitude as you pack a box. This, this child that you're packing a box for has favorite colors. This child has special needs that, that God will direct your paths if you'll allow him to do it. Yes. What are what are some of the the statistical results that you could report? What what is the impact of of these um, shoe boxes that get distributed in over a hundred countries around the world? I think some pretty awesome statistics are since two thousand nine. There's been over thirty million shoebox recipients that have wait, participated. Wait, 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 wait a minute. How many? 30.9 million, so over 30 million children have participated in the discipleship program called The Greatest Journey. And out of that 30 million, over 15 million 
boys and girls have made a decision for Christ through this discipleship program. How do you know that? So Samaritan's Purse is amazing at statistics. And so they make sure we are up on the statistics that they have. They've got a super good program for keeping track of all that. And they share that with us so we can rejoice in these numbers as we pack shoeboxes and realize the impact that we're having. And we can share that truthful, compelling message. You know, you talked about how our people at Grace Baptist Church They believe in a mission, and this is part of how we can encourage them and remind them that what they're doing is making this kind of an impact around the world. Wow. Wow. Even in an unincorporated part of Texas, (laughs) you can have an impact around the world. That's right. Okay. Let's say um, a child comes to Christ through the ministry of the local church in their country. Uh, headed a, or sparked by the shoebox. Now you use the word discipleship. Um, what 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 does that mean? So that's one of the things we love about Operation Christmas Child and the Ministry of Samaritan's Purse is evangelism, discipleship, and multiplication are such a focus. So, you know, we talked about how the ministry goes in ahead of time of these events, and they train teachers, they train the church people, they get them ready for what we believe God is going to do through the shoebox ministry, and that's going to be bringing boys and girls to Christ. So churches are started through this. This ministry. Teachers are trained. And so they prepare the local churches for what we believe is going to happen through the shoebox ministry. And okay. so they have the 12 lesson discipleship program, The Greatest Journey. And then there are, are also other resources for the church to draw through Samaritan's Purse that they can continue teaching. They teach these teachers to be teachers. Okay, great. Okay, so they're local members of the churches. And these 100 countries are trained as teachers. Uh, They share the gospel. And for kids that are interested, um, they follow through with the discipleship program. And you said there are, what, 12 lessons? Yes, sir. 12 lessons in the Greatest Journey Discipleship Program. And so how how many kids have gone through? Was was that the three-point-something million people? The uh, children that have gone through the discipleship program? Yes, sir. Over 30 million. And you know, they they tell us that with the best statistics they have, brother, that today that there's a child being saved every 15 seconds. And brother, I can't really wrap my mind around that statistic. I can't but, either. But I sure enjoy trying. <laughs> Boy, what a wonderful, what a wonderful challenge. Yes, sir. Um, have you got a story um, that you could tell us about a kid who's gone through that discipleship program and the impact that that's had on their life? You know, I believe I have a very unique story to share with you. And, you know, we love to talk about what God's doing all over the world through Operation Christmas Child. But I think it's important, too, for us to realize God is working right here through Operation Christmas Child. So um, I got to teach the greatest journey at our church. 
And our little five-year-old granddaughter went through the program at that time. She had just come to know Christ as her Savior, and she went through the Greatest Journey Discipleship Program. The first six lessons talked to the boys and girls about Jesus and helped them understand that they can be saved. And the next six lessons teach these newly saved boys and girls how to be disciples, how to win their friends and family to the Lord. So at five years old, my granddaughter went through that program. Well, if you fast forward, she turned 13 this last year, and she brought her best friend to one of our packing parties at our church. Through the course of that day, she led her best friend to the Lord. And I believe that a lot of those seeds were planted in her little heart through the greatest journey when she was encouraged to be a witness for Jesus. And so not only is it making a difference worldwide, but being a part of Operation Christmas Child can have impact right here in your own family, in your own church, and in your own community. Amen. Amen. Both of you, thank you so much for joining us today and um we don't have much time left but um i was going to ask you and now i don't have time to do that um i was going to ask you what your challenge would be but i can guess what your challenge would be to the audience and that's get involved in this program is there a website that they could go to to find out how Uh, how they could get involved, and what is that? Yes, sir, www.samaritanspurse.org slash OCC. Mark and Sherry, thank you so much for being with us today. God bless you, and may God bless the ministry of this program. Jesus defines discipleship as come and follow me. Next Monday at 5.30 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360, we'll hear another testimonial from a leader demonstrating how they and the people of the church are sacrificially loving the needy and beginning to see real change in their communities. If you have a personal example of how you are being the hands and feet of Jesus with your neighbors, we'd love to hear from you. Enter your story at harvestfoundation.org. That's harvestfoundation.org on the Contact Us tab. You can also subscribe to the podcast on The Kingdom and Its Stories on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.